Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with good friend, friend of the channel, and attorney, Rylas Dana. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Always, always good. Uh, enjoy these chats. Yeah, thank you very much for being part of the channel. I know your time is very valuable. I saw an article on CNBC that I shared with you last week that has to be our topic today. And the title of the article is 67% of Americans have no estate plan, survey fines. How can that be that two thirds of us have no estate plan? What'd you think that article, what jumped out at you? Um, I guess kind of what I see in my, my everyday practice, there's, um, I guess some common misconceptions, I think is mm -hmm. some of the reasons why I would say there, there's some common misconceptions. Mm -hmm. And then um, also does some people, some percentage, just um, they don't want to acknowledge their mortality is how I refer to it. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it differently. Folks, we're all going to die. Some of us sooner than others. But I promise you, all of us are eventually going to meet our maker, if you will. So an estate plan has to be something you need to think about. It's it um, having done one myself, actually revised it a couple of times since the initial creation. I could tell you it's. Um, I remember the first time sitting around the table with myself and my thoughts going, what do I want to happen? It, it, it was kind of odd, but it was also, I will tell you, refreshing when I got the uh, vanilla envelope, when it was all done, I was like, I felt like it accomplished something. I felt like I took care of my family. I, I felt better, but I will admit that that first internal thought was, I, I remember just being uneasy. So I get it. It, it's kind of like working out or anything, you know, it, it's a little bit difficult. It's a little bit uncomfortable, mm -hmm. but there is great benefit to it. Yeah. And again, for folks, if you're on the one rental at a time journey, I would recommend uh, you revisit it uh, certainly every couple of years. Cause if you're buying one or two every year, maybe, maybe not every year, but uh, I know I've revisited my plan half a dozen times over the last 12 or 15 years. Cause as, as you get more in, in, in whatnot, uh, you just have more options and choices. So uh, I highly recommend people do it. Just just while we're here, if somebody watching this and they're in Arizona or California, how could they reach out to you? So you can find all my links at rylasdana.com, including my law firm where I practice in Arizona and California. Yeah. Um, so so what I was thinking of, so if, if you're willing, you know, the people that are willing to go through that, you know, mm -hmm. willing to admit they're going to die, and admit that there's, um, or I guess take some time to do some planning, invest in um, the time and some money. There's ways to do it for free. I even have a link at, at rylistanda.com to do a free will. Oh, is that something by chance you could send to me in a text and I could just put it in the show notes as a sample of the value you provide? Yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, rylistanda.com, cool. there's a link to that. So yeah. you, you can take the link from there. And if you want to put it straight into the show notes. Okay. But this is valid for, I know it's valid for Arizona and California, but basically I, I coach you through how to handwrite your will. Nice. That's the easiest way. Because if you start typing it, then you need witnesses. You need two witnesses. So, so see, look at that. I didn't even know that. A handwritten will versus uh, typing. Yeah, so they call it the fancy word for handwritten is holographic. <laughs> Lawyers. Freaking lawyers. Uh, yeah, Hologra no. I am writing a holographic will. I have no idea what that means. Oh, handwritten. Got it. 
but but uh, the important thing to note is if you handwrite it, the formalities are are uh, there's less formalities. It's kind of like A B C, right? You got to do these three, four, five things. Well, the idea is that they can prove that it's your handwriting. Exactly. So it's more likely that you did it. But if it's typed up, anyone could have typed it. Right. Exactly. It makes sense. It, it so. makes total sense. So again, I have the article up in front of me. Um, there's actually two that I want to kind of talk about specifically. Uh, 33%. So one third of folks don't have enough assets to pass on. I, based on our past conversations and the limits, it's actually a lot lower than most people think. And if you're on one rental at a time, there's a pretty good chance that you're already over the threshold. Is that right? Yeah, that, that's what I was going to cite for my next reason too. So if you're um, willing to have the conversation, invest in the time, a lot of people think it doesn't apply to them yet. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe eventually, maybe when I'm at this other level, but California, 150,000 of equity, you're in probate, Arizona, hundred thousand of equity. Now let's just talk about equity. Cause some, some people hear that and they think house equity, isn't, isn't it? It's, could I call it net worth or is that too, is that not correct? Um, it, it, so there's, it divides between real property and personal property. Okay. All right. So what probate is probates the legal process to transfer title of an asset mm -hmm. out of the name of the deceased. Right. So okay. we look at, so if we're trying to collect personal property, there's a different number. The okay. threshold for that is about, uh, it's a hundred in California, 75 in, in Arizona. Okay. Um, but real estate, real property, the number is, that's the first number I said, hundred or 150,000. Gotcha. And again, so like a bank account, which of those two would a bank account be? A bank account is personal property. Right. Um, I'm just trying to give examples that people have a fancy watch or a piece of jewelry. What's that? Personal property. But a fancy watch, it doesn't have title necessarily, right? Okay. You know, you, you could say I give my fancy watch to whoever mm -hmm. uh, when I die. Mm -hmm. and really, I, I hate dealing with personal property just because it always disappears. Ah, where'd it go? It was stolen. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had, uh, so this is not to get too off topic, but no, okay. uh, one of my uh, real estate investor friends is helping me, uh, you know, purchase a house from a family, uh -huh. yep. a, a fighting family. Ooh. And they poured something in his gas tank. He was there meeting them and they put something in his gas tank. So ruined He's his car. He had, he had to get his car towed, his, his Mercedes. Wow. Uh, SUV. People are yeah, rotten. I, I hate dealing with personal property, but um, uh, but you, you want to have a plan, kind of yeah. kind of back to estate planning is you don't want you don't want people to figure out what happens to all your stuff because that can lead to fighting real easily. Yeah. yeah, again, right, one rental at a time. We talk it takes ten years to make work optional. Hopefully, if you're following this channel, you you realize that a plan is better than just reacting, right? I talk about doing the work and, and, and all of those things as kind of anchors of one rental at a time. Please include estate planning, right? It, it, it is admittedly an odd thing to think about, but we all are going to meet our maker. Think about the, your family, your friends are gonna be in a bad place when it happens. Make it easier for them, clear lines of communication. And more importantly, folks, update it, right? Because if you're following the journey along with me, if you bought a house in 2018 or 19, as I recommended, you are up a lot. So again, go back and revisit it. Uh, don't just set it once at 28 
or 29 when I first did mine and not update it, uh, update it quite regularly. When do you think people should update it, uh, Rylas? I, I say every three to five years. Or if there is a change, change yeah. in who you want to be in charge or who you want things to go to. Talk about who in charge, because talk about that person that, you know, how to think of that person. Yeah, um, very carefully. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's tough. So it, it could be a kid. It could be an adult kid if they're responsible. Mm -hmm. So it, it depends on. What is the name of that person? Sorry. In a trust, it's called the trustee. Yep. Now. The, what I look at to figure that out is first look at who your beneficiaries are and when you want them to receive it. So if your beneficiaries are minor children and you don't want them to receive it until they're you know 30 or 40, mm -hmm. then you're thinking of who is a good choice to manage it until that until that time. Mm -hmm. Now, really someone that you trust. And then they could hire good counsel, someone like me to do the legal part. And then, mm -hmm. so, and then what I do when I'm representing a trustee, I say is you better get a financial advisor, you know, cause right. unless you're an expert on managing money, you're liable. So yeah. go see someone and say, Hey, we have X in this trust, this beneficiary, this age, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, what should we do with it? Yeah. And do you recommend having a conversation with that individual, a letting them know and, and validating they're okay with that? Um, responsibility. And then I, I guess, yeah, do you, do you recommend having that conversation? Yeah, it's a good idea too. Now, what I tell people, if that's their kids, I said that they're probably not going to want to have a big conversation, right. you know, because after I finish the plan, you know, people are feeling good, like you described, right? They got yeah. it all over with. They're like, I want to meet with my kids and, and go through it. And yeah. I've been warning them. It's like, they're, they're probably, they don't want to have this conversation. You know, the minimum they should know is just where to find this. You yeah, know, exactly. This, where is it? It's like, hey, you're you're it, you're you're in charge. Here's where you find it, and uh, you don't need to do much more than that. Yeah. Um, especially depending on the ages too, right? But mm -hmm. but whatever age, you know, kids don't like having that conversation, yeah. typically. And then uh, the the last thing to kind of think about here is just when do you set one up? And, and I would I would tell people earlier than you think. Yeah. So I would say like, if you own one house, it's probably time. Yeah. If you have, um, if you have kids, it's probably time. It's really important. And, and part of the reason I had the free option on my website, it's really important if you're not married or if yeah. you don't have like a, you know, quote unquote, typical family. Yeah. Like, a you, yeah. You know, I, I have a client right now who um, they were together, like, you know, 20 plus years, but never married. And then he passed away and then now she's fighting with his kids to stay in the house because uh, technically, you know, it, it's, it's really sad. I'm like, technically you're nothing under the law, you know, it's right. way the, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So Rylas, this is again, an important topic. I recommend uh, people that are following one rental at a time. You're doing the work. You're part of the course, your follower estate planning needs to be in the, in the things to consider because you are building something and that something will be bigger than the limit. So Ease your mind, make it easier for folks when that day comes. Uh, and if you're in Arizona or California, how do they reach out to you, Rylas? So rylasdana.com, they can find all my stuff. And we, we talked some about LLCs and whether you do or whether you don't, you know, definitely do the trust. But oh, if, you're no gonna, yes. if you're going to create business entities, you definitely want the trust first because that's going to be the foundation 
uh, as you start creating entities on top of there. So I would say definitely before you, uh, if you have LLCs and then you need a trust, you, no, you need no to go backwards question. and yes. get caught up. Yeah. I think anybody that's part of one rental at a time needs to trust and you know, plan. It's going to happen. You are building something. We're in an inflationary environment. 150 grand goes, you know, by like that. If you bought an 18, there's a chance in some of these markets, you're already up that limit or that amount. So Rylas, thank you for all you do. Thank you for giving us time again. RylasDana.com. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Mm -hmm.